Hello, everyone. My name is Chase Beatty, and this is my podcast, Principle of Polarity. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. Today's podcast is entitled, It Is What It Is. And as usual, I'll begin this podcast with a quote. Even hope may seem but futile when with troubles you're beset, but remember you are facing just what, just what other men have met. You may fail, but fall still fighting. Don't give up whatever you do. Eyes front, head high to the finish. See it through. And that's a quote by Edgar Bess. That's actually an excerpt, the end part of the poem of See It Through, which is one of my favorite poems. I highly recommend it. Um, It's been a motivation in my life ever since I've been listening to it, or ever since I was put on it by someone else who was was giving me great advice. So I will highly recommend it, and I've talked about it in other podcasts, but that's a, a, a short excerpt from the poem See It Through by Edgar Bess. Life is tough. This journey is full of full of uncertainties, dark corners, hurdles, and a host of other obstacles that make us doubt ourselves and our purpose on this earth. We've discussed it time and time again throughout the podcast. I'm sure you feel it and you can make your own examples in your own life and your own situation. You know, everybody's struggles is not the same, but life is not easy. You know, especially when you're you're living to your calling, when you're living to your purpose, you know, life is not easy. It is hard, it is difficult. You gotta make, you know, split second decisions that you don't know the outcome of, that you haven't, you know, at times fully calculated. Life can just be difficult, you know, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't stay in this fight. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't continue to do our best. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't continue in spite of everything that we're going through. You know, life tests everybody. It may not be to the same extent, in the same way, or for the same duration, but everybody undergoes tests in life. Everybody has experienced failure in one form or another, and everybody experiences the ebbs and flows in life, the the peaks and the high points of being on the mountaintop and then the low dark times of being in the valley. It's, It's nothing that men before you or women before you haven't faced. Everybody has gone through this. It's just how we go through it that determines the outcome on the other side. Do we go through it with grace or do we get down on ourselves and and complain about our situation? Like we're the only people that experience hurt, harm, or danger or failure on this earth. You know, we're, we're just another person. We're not in this alone and we haven't done this. We're not the first person to have gone through this. You know, and that, and that thought should comfort us, you know, that there are other people that have gone before us that have done this, that have paved the way. And all we gotta do is either follow their path or, you know, take notes from what they did and create our own path and, and make path for the people behind us. But we should hold some some solace or some some peace of mind in the fact that we're not facing anything that people before us haven't even faced. And in most cases it's to a lesser extent because we're very privileged here in 2021 even though it may not seem like it you know if we take away and look away from all the negativity and the stuff that we got going on we're actually very fortunate from some of the things that people prior to us in history have experienced this is why it's important to trust the process we have to be dedicated to being consistent and disciplined and through consistency and discipline we will obtain the prize 
it's times that are the toughest that we kind of fall back on ourselves and, and lose that discipline, that consistency, or or when we feel like we've done good enough for long enough that we deserve a break. Like you've been working out in the gym for long enough. You say, hey, I've been disciplined, I've been consistent, I deserve some ice cream, or I deserve a pizza, or I deserve, you know, a brownie, a piece of cake, some cookies, whatever. Or, you know, I've been working hard on this paper, I deserve to take a break, or I've been working hard on this assignment, I deserve to, you know, just chill for a little bit, watch, watch some Netflix and just relax and, and kick my feet up. But we need to stay true to the process because in that process, is what develops us. And it's not so much that we're in love with the process until we achieve the desired result that we want to attain, but we fall in love with the process because falling in love with the process is ultimately what's going to help us develop those characteristics that in those bad times when the process doesn't seem like it's going our way and when things seem like they're falling apart and, you know, we're at odds even with ourselves. You know, it's that process that says, you know, if I do this, eventually, I will get through this. You know, if I stay dedicated to the process, if I just trust the process that I'm, I've committed myself to, then eventually by default, one way or another, I'm gonna make it to my goal. If you're on the right path and you're committed to the right process, you're gonna achieve your goals. It, it just takes trust. You gotta trust in yourself, trust the process, and trust that you're doing the right things for the right reasons. And if you're not or you feel like you're off, then maybe you need to reevaluate and look at some of the things that you're doing to get a better picture, a better mental picture of where you want to go and what you want to do with your life. And then adjust accordingly, you know, adapt, overcome and achieve. So that's that's what it is. Basically, trust in the process. You got to trust that process. And that process is what's going to see you through. There are a multitude of examples of people who have experienced failure and regardless of the failure that they've experienced, they have succeeded despite all the odds that were against them. The times that they lived in, the, the people that said they couldn't do it, the maybe financial, mental, physical, whatever type of hardships they faced in their life, they still succeeded despite that. And so this podcast, what I really did was I just compiled or put together a list of several individuals throughout history who succeeded despite what they were facing. Um, there, for the most part, it's single individuals. There's one group of individuals that we're going to discuss, and these group of individuals largely impacted my life from when I was a little kid. Because, as we all know, you know, aviation is my passion. Aviation is my love. It's my reason for being, honestly. And these people that I read about, I learned about, heard about in school, they really were influential in my life. They, they really paved the way for me to be able to do what I did. And I'm very thankful for that. But these people come from various different backgrounds, various different eras in time. They are professionals in various different, you know, aspects of society, aspects of life. And I'm pretty sure that my audience, you guys have heard about all of them, if not some of them. Again, this podcast is something I do in 30 minutes or less. So I'm just giving you some quick facts about these individuals. I might talk about them for a little bit, but each and every one of these individuals definitely deserve more research. I would, you know, YouTube, Google, whatever you got to do, but the 30 minutes that I'm going to give you guys in reference to these individuals is not doing them justice at all. They're, they're, 
their accomplishments are worthy of hours and hours and hours of, of conversation. But let's dive into it. So the first person we got up here is Frederick Douglass. Fre Frederick Douglass was an escaped slave who became a prominent activist, author, public speaker, and public speaker. He became a leader in the abolitionist movement, which sought to end the practice of slavery before and during the Civil War. After the conflict and the Emancipation Proclamation of 1862, he continued to push for equality and human rights until his death in 1895. So after escaping from slavery, which we all know about, he decided that he just wasn't gonna settle for a life of freedom for himself. He tried to obtain that for others. He paved the way so that others could obtain that freedom. And he also, again, like we stated, he was a public speaker and an author, besides just being an activist. Uh, his biography is one of the books that my mom had me read at a very young age. Again, not knowing what I had at my fingertips, I didn't appreciate it, but I went back and read it and I really do appreciate, you know, what he did and how he paved the way. He wasn't selfish and just took his freedom and ran with it, literally. He came back and tried to pave the way for other people, despite the harm that he could potentially face, despite the dangers of what he was doing, he still did it and was successful at what he did. All right, next on the list is Walt Disney. When Disney was only 22 years old, he was fired from his job at a newspaper by an editor who said he lacked imagination and had no good ideas. After getting fired, he acquired Laughogram, his first animation studio, which he eventually went bankrupt. With only $40 in his pocket, he set out to Los Angeles only to realize that Hollywood didn't have any animation studios. This eventually, eventually led to the creation of Mickey Mouse House and the rest is history. Today, Walt Disney's company is worth $95.79 billion and has won countless awards. Despite his death in 1966, Walt Disney is a legacy that continues to live on. Again, we all know Walt Disney. Walt Disney is a household name. So he experienced failures. He experienced multiple failures, countless failures. And again, you know, I'm just giving you tidbits on him, but looking into him, doing your research, reading his biography and stuff like that. He went through a lot of other failures. And it wasn't just when we read these names and we go over these people, it seems like they're just like overnight successes. But that's not the truth. Like these people endured hardship from the time they were young all the way up until they were of adult age or whatever age they made success. But then they also continued the process and continued those patterns that helped them to obtain success, to keep that success, and then to thrive further at what they were doing to become the best or some of the greatest people that we have documented in our history. Next is someone that everybody is favorite, everybody is familiar with. It's Michael Jordan. And I'm sure if you're familiar with Michael Jordan at any you know length or depth, you would know his his story about the successes and the failures that he's faced in life. At the age of 15 years old, while a sophomore in high school, Jordan was passed up for the varsity basketball team instead of being assigned to the junior varsity team, instead being assigned to the junior varsity team. He cried after he saw the list without his name on it. But instead of giving up, his mom convinced him to push forward. Every time he thought about stopping his training, he would picture that list without his name on it. Again, Michael Jordan wasn't even accepted to be on his varsity basketball team. And now he literally goes on to be one of the greatest basketball players in history, if not the greatest. I know that's debatable, that's up for argument, 
not gonna argue. I'm not even well versed in sports like that to be able to to put up a decent argument. But Michael Jordan is just a, another example of how if you push through despite the odds, despite what's against you, despite what people think of you, you can you can accomplish what you want to do. You can you can achieve your dreams, your goals, and your desires. It's up to you. We have a choice. He could have saw that list and said, hey, I'm not worth it and just gone on, which I'm sure that there's been many people that have done that, that have let the world dictate their circumstances and, and their motivation and, and how hard they were gonna push. But you don't have to be one of those individuals. You can be like Michael Jordan. You can see that list. You can say, okay, I'll get them next time. You can go back, you can train, you can put in the late nights, the early mornings, and you can get after it. You know, it's the choice and you have that choice. You hold the power of choice. That's one of our greatest powers being here on this earth is the power of choice. We have choice. The next individual, a lot of individuals, I'm sorry, a lot of you, la, la, a lot of you might be familiar with, his name is Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein, one of the greatest thinkers of our time, <coughs> didn't speak until he was four years old. He also failed his entrance exam to the Swiss Federal Polytech School located in Zurich at 16 years old. And even his father, up until the time of his death, considered his son to be a major failure. After eventually graduating from college, Einstein actually worked as an insurance salesman, but quit after some time because he failed at that as well. As well. Again, another person that we know as being groundbreaking in his field and having established some fundamental principles that have created some of the successes that we have achieved in present day society. Even though he has passed away, his his reach, his touch is still going much further than his death or his physical existence on this earth. And we can do the same thing. You know, your, your role, no matter how big or how small, could change somebody's life. You don't know what you do at this point in time in your life, how it will have an effect on somebody who may later on down the road achieve some type of greatness, but that greatness was ushered in or, or helped or assisted by something that you did, you know, or, or even you could be that individual that could accomplish greatness. You could do something that could just transform society on some level, you know, and, it, and, and again, the choice is in you to live up to that greatness, to live up to that, that calling. You know, Albert Einstein didn't speak till he was four years old. And I was reading somewhere on Google or one of his autobiographies that I think he had some, some learning issues as well. I think he even had a diagnosis. I'm not gonna throw it out there because I'm not exactly sure, but he faced a lot of, you know, hurdles and he still managed to be successful despite all those hurdles. Next on our list is another indiv individual that we should all be familiar with is Maya Angelou. Maya's childhood was anything but smooth. She grew up amidst some highly tragic incidents. Her parents split when she and her brother were still very young. And when Maya was seven, one of her mother's boyfriends sexually assaulted her and her uncles in revenge killed the man. This incident shattered little Maya to such an extent that she became mute for five years. She wrote nearly seven autobiographies and a lot of poetry. Throughout her life, she was awarded with 50 honorary titles and awards. <coughs> Excuse me, I have something in my throat. So again, we see somebody that faced adversity at a very young age, 
you know, she she's just barely in this world. That 70 years old, I consider you still new to this world. She experienced some very, very hard aspects of life, something that no child should go through, no adult, no person I feel should go through. And despite that, she still overcame her adversity, overcame her issues and, and, and became successful. You know, sometimes we gotta just look ourselves in the mirror and just hold ourselves accountable and be like, despite what I'm going through, despite what I've been through, you know, I'm not gonna let my circumstances determine my outcome you know i'm gonna be this way despite what i've been through i'm not gonna let my my environment dictate who i am i'm not gonna be a product of my environment i'm gonna be who i want to be and who i need to be in order to accomplish my goals and to achieve my destination in this life regardless of the hurdles and it's a choice because i'm sure what she went through was very traumatic and i'm not downplaying that at all. I mean, I cannot say enough how traumatic everything she went through was, but, and I'm not downplaying anybody's track, like trauma. You know, trauma is very serious. And I feel that, you know, if you have experienced some trauma, you know, going to a therapist, seeking help, getting counseling, you know, not just battling it by yourself. I feel like trauma is something that's, you know, two pronged. You need to, to battle it from, you know, multiple different ways in order to adequately defeat trauma. And I'm not downplaying it again whatsoever, but we have a choice to let that trauma shape us or to beat that trauma and go past it. The next person, again, I'm sure we're all familiar with is Dr. Seuss. One of the most celebrated children's authors of all time is also one of the most famous failures. Dr. Seuss intended to earn his PhD in literature at Lincoln College in Oxford, but failed and subsequently dropped out of school. After he wrote his first book, and to think I saw it on Mulberry Street, it was rejected 28 times, but he didn't give up. By 1991, at the time of his death, he had sold over 600 million copies of his book in 20 different languages. Again, he didn't let those 28 times deter him from what he wanted to do. You know, he wanted to sell books. He he wanted to be an author. He was dedicated to that. and. He trusted the process and he said, hey, if I do this so many times or if I get after it, you know, life is going to have no choice but to reward me. And he was rewarded. Everybody knows Dr. Seuss. I'm pretty sure all of us have read Dr. Seuss book. It just goes to show us these are examples of people that we can feed off of when we get down in the dumps, when we're in our, our low tide, when we're in the valleys. You know, we can stand on the shoulders of these giants and say, hey, if they did it, I can do it. And if they accomplished it, you know, in harder times, what's my excuse for not doing it in 2021 when we have access to so much and we can do so much? Next is the, the group of individuals that I was talking about. Um, my favorite group of individuals, the Tuskegee Airmen. The, the Tuskegee Airmen were dedicated, determined young men who volunteered to become America's first black military airmen. The airmen's success in escorting bombers during World War II, having one of the lowest loss records of all the escort fighter groups and being consistent demand for their service by the Allied bomber units is a record unmatched by any other fighter group. The 99th Squadrons distinguished itself by being awarded two presidential unit citations for outstanding tactical air support in aerial combat and the 12th Air Force in Italy before joining the 332nd fighter group. 
the 332nd Fighter Group was awarded the Presidential Unit Citation for its longest bomb, bomber escort mission to Berlin, Germany on March 24, 1945. During this mission, the Tuskegee Airmen, known as the Red Tails, destroyed three German ME-262 fighter jets and damaged five additional fighter jet fighters. I can't say this enough. These individuals were awesome. The amount of adversity they faced, the difficulties that they just overcame, the mountains that they literally climbed and had to do the tasks they had to do to get where they needed to get. They had the, the time that they were in, the, the difficulties with the, the social climate and the things associated with that, they had to get through flight school, they had to get through, you know, basic training. They had just so many obstacles and, and there were so many things set up for them to fail. And still, despite that, they succeeded in becoming pilots. And then not only did they succeed in becoming pilots, but then they became the best pilots that were flying during World War II. I mean, I cannot say enough about these guys. These guys are awesome. And a lot of the times, I know it's gonna be corny, when I was flying, and I would get nervous or I would get shook up or, you know, something would happen where I'd have to make a split second decision or or just rely back on training, you know, I would imagine myself standing on their shoulders. You know what I'm saying? Like, what fears did they face? You know, I'm flying this civilian aircraft. I'm not being shot at right now. So what, what fear do I have to face? You know, this situation definitely isn't as bad as the situation they face. Now, granted, an emergency is an emergency, but, it was a way of me rationalizing what I was experiencing, downplaying what I was experiencing in order to just get through what I had to get through to to fight to the end. But these individuals I hold very near and dear to my heart and they are the giants. These are the shoulders that I stand on. And I have several other individuals that I hold near and dear to my heart, but these are by far the group of individuals that I hold dearest to my heart. You know, some people heard Michael Jordan and they're big on athletics, so they hold that near and dear to their heart. Some people love poetry. They heard Maya Angelou, so they hold that near and dear to their heart. Again, I love aviation, so, you know, these guys, what they've done is just, I'm in awe, and I'll forever be in awe. I'll never be too old where I won't be impressed or looking up to the Tuskegee Airmen. And last but not least, we have Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison is by far one of the most famous inventors in history. He owes 1,093 patents to his name. However, when attempting to invent the, a commercially viable electric light bulb, he failed over 10,000 times. When asked by a reporter how it felt to fail so many times, he merely stated, I have not failed 10,000 times. I have not failed once. I have succeeded in proving those 10,000 ways will not work. When I have eliminated those 10,000 ways that will not work, I will find the way that will work. Again, he took his adversity. He took the the precariousness, the 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 duration of the experience he was going through, the the suffering and and you know countless work hours and everything that he had invested. And he was saying, you know what? I'm going to choose my perspective on this situation. I didn't fail ten thousand times. I just figured out ten thousand ways that this isn't going to work. And that's a heck of a way to change your perspective and, and to look at it. Because I know if I failed at something 10,000 times, you know, I, I kind of feel some type of way. I'm not saying that I give up, but I definitely kind of feel some type of way. 
he decided to look at his predicament, look at his situation and say, hey, I'm trying to accomplish something. I haven't accomplished it yet. So either I'm going to look back at what I haven't accomplished and get down on myself. I'm going to look at it as steps in a staircase. And eventually I'm going to hit that landing to where I have achieved, accomplished, identified what I'm trying to obtain. And there's a lot to be said for that. It's all about perspective. It's all about choice, consistency, discipline. These are the staples of being in love with the process, being in love with the journey that we need to commit to our souls. You know, this needs to be a part of our being. We don't need to get down on ourselves because we already know that life's going to throw a curveball at us. We already know that the ebbs and flows exist in life. We already know that hardship is a part of life and that is the flip side of the coin. It's balanced. You know, you can't have good all the time. You can't have bad all the time. It's it's balanced. It's balanced. It's the way the world works. It's a universal law. You can't have one without the other. You can't have negative without positive. So again, going back to the podcast where we discuss standing on the shoulders of giants, these giants have gone through history and have established that if you just have determination, if you have the wherewithal, if you have the tenacity, the fortitude, the courage, the confidence, the discipline, the consistency to to stick to the 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 process, to just be in love with the process, that good things are gonna come to you, that you're gonna accomplish your goals. So if you get down on yourself or you're in a bad period right now and things weren't really going your way, just fall back to the process. You know, if if things aren't going your way, just do something you don't want to do. You know, if you don't feel like doing it, do it anyway. Do it despite how you feel. Because this process guarantees results. And we just need to be committed to that process. That's all I have for you today. Make sure you visit my website, ycin.org. That's yourtimeisnow.org. My YouTube channel, which you can find simply by typing in my name, Chase Beatty. That's C-H-A-S-E-B-E-A-T-T-Y. And my motivational Instagram page. You can find that at A-L-B Chase. That's A-L-B-C-H-A-S-E. Please like, subscribe, and follow. And as you go throughout your day, ask yourself, why not me? Why not now?